This is episode 24 of Bella in Your Business. Welcome to Bella in Your Business, where Bella will discuss anything and everything about your pet sitting business to help you land on target. So get ready. Bella's got your shoot. Let's jump. Hello, and thanks for listening to Bella in Your Business. A little while ago, I did a talk to my local church group. We used to have this really cool business networking group where a bunch of Christians from all around town would get together once a month and just share. We used to bring in guest speakers, have some lunch, have some roundtable discussions, and it was really uplifting. As many of you may know from my journeys, my faith is something that's pivotal in my life. It's something that helps ground me, and it's definitely that faith, which is you walk by faith, not by sight. Oftentimes, things in life are just so confusing. Things don't exactly make sense, or we might not have the exact answers for them. So I really feel like it's a big part of who I am, and I'm very open about it. If you're in my flock of birds, if you fly around with me on Facebook or maybe have some of my products or have done some sessions with me, chances are you probably already know this, but I decided to take this recording that I had and kind of put it out there. So I am putting it out in faith. If it, for some reason, rubs you the wrong way or it's some churchy or Bible verses is something that somehow offends you, I get it. No judgment here. Go ahead and skip to the next podcast. But if this is something that you find refreshing or even encouraging in your life, I definitely suggest that you take the moments to listen in on it. I'm about to talk about the connection between your business and your faith, and I hope you enjoy it. So here's a little piece of me to you. So networking, that's what we're all here for, right? How did we all hear about this? If it's your first time. I'm just curious. The bulletin, perfect. Bulletin? Uh, yeah, remember the church. Okay. I've been planning to come for a while. Yeah, definitely. Gentlemen in the back? On Facebook. Facebook. Love it. Perfect. Well, networking comes in many forms. A lot of people think that it's just doing what we just did, standing up, saying our business name, shaking hands. Throughout this whole thing, I'm going to share a lot of my experiences in hopes that you'll kind of learn a little bit from it. I haven't always been this outgoing. I haven't always been wanting to be in front of people. In fact, I'd rather talk to US Airways Arena right now rather than this intimate group. I used to despise networking. I used to go to networking groups and think, oh, well, no one hired my business, so it was useless, you know? I used to get scared. I used to be a wallflower. I didn't know what to say to people. I used to try to give out my business card to as many people as I could. I thought it was a business card game. But soon I learned that that's not anything it's about. A lot of you already know that, but I just kind of wanted to start off with a lot of people kind of think that's what it is. Raise your hand if you've ever kind of felt like that. Like, you know, a little, even today, scared to get up and say something or walk into a meeting that you've never been to if you don't know anybody. It's very intimidating. That fear right there, 2 Timothy tells us that God didn't give us the spirit of fear. So right then and there, whenever you feel that, you automatically cast out the devil because it's just, it's not from God. It's the devil trying to get in between you and your, your company. Sorry, on the tables, there's actually an outline. It's actually more for me to make sure I don't go off on tangents, but you can follow along as well. So there's four steps that I broke through. I'm going to talk really fast and go through this really fast because we don't have a ton of time. 
the first thing that you have to do in order to be a good networker and really connect with people is care. You've got to care about them. Enough to start the process, enough to get out of bed or off the couch or out of the office to actually come. You've got to care about people. You've got to care about getting out and facing that fear. You can't stay home alone or in your office. Like Nothing's going to happen. So you've got to care enough to get out. When I realized that I was going to networking meetings just to meet friends, the whole entire paradigm switched for me. So I know that one person is coming here today, and that's my friend. And if that means that I'm sitting up against the wall as a wallflower, the room can work me, because I have no idea who my friend right now and that I know. So just taking that first step to get out and care about it will get you a long way. Philippians uh, 2.4 says, do nothing from the selfishness or empty conceit, but with humility of mind, let each of you regard one another as important to himself. Do not merely look outward for your own personal interests, but also for the interests of others. That is like, if you had to sum up networking according to the Bible, in my eyes, it's right there. Because networking is never about you, it's always about somebody else. You've gotta learn to get friends, to engage with other people, and then they're gonna care about you. We're gonna hear that again later, but show that you care about others, they'll gravitate towards you, they, they'll wanna be around you. It's like the moth to a flame kind of thing. The second thing is to listen. You've got to listen to what someone else says. How are you going to know what needs they have, like buy homes? How are you going to know what they like, what they dislike, what they find that's good for their business with marketing or a good person to know that might be for you? You've got to listen to people's hearts. All of this stuff throughout this whole thing goes in line with evangelism. So I want you to kind of keep thinking about that in the back of your head too. Because none of us would walk up to unbelievers and just condemn them or say, this is wrong, or, or anything like that. I mean, that's not our job. But you've got to know people, you've got to care about them, you've got to listen to them. So make people feel important. Simple little things you can do in conversations is just simply use their name. They now know that they exist in your world, that you remembered who they are. Name association <laughs> games are great. I'm terrible with names. Talk about what interests them. It will take you far in building positive relationships. Another thing you can do while you're listening is not only listen, but a lot of us, including myself, try to solve people's problems all the time. And sometimes people just want to be heard. So just a simple encouragement of, I understand what you're saying, and reiterating exactly what they're saying. Like, simple encouragement goes a long way, because it's not all about you, it's about them. Ephesians 4.29, let no unwholesome word proceed from your mouth, but only such a word is good for edification, according to the need of the movement, that it may give grace to those who hear. Encourage them. It goes a long, long, long way. And it gives you points, too, because they start liking you, because you care about them. Time. Trust is earned over time. Now, you all know I have a pet sitting company, so I'm going to give you a quick analogy here. Who has a rescue dog or knows someone who has a rescue dog? You're awesome. Awesome. You all really like this. So when you first got your dog, he didn't automatically trust you, right? You had to build that up. You have to build the trust. I mean, you don't just bring a dog home that's been battered or abused or sitting in a shelter and say sit and they sit for you. You've got to build that trust. Now, I'm not saying that networking is like talking to a bunch of dogs, but relationships are just like that too. You've got to get people to trust you. So it takes time to get that trust. Jeremiah 10:20 says, I know, Lord, that our lives are not our own we will be able to plan our own course. So what I mean by that is trust that God's gonna guide you through that too. 
not only just build trust with people, but trust that God's going to speak through you, that he's going to help shine your light. We are all given different talents and tools in our life that are different from one to another. You know, I have my own talents, and Lisa has her own talents, and June has her own talents. So if you trust that God has made you, specifically individually, knows every hair in your head, use your talents for what they're worth. You know, it's going to get you a long way. Don't try to be somebody else. Trust that God made you the way you are. Number four is influence. People want to see your light. So after they know you care, after you're listening, after you've spent the time, now you can have influence. This is the same kind of steps that I always equate social media as well. Because people get on social media and they just try to have this talk and promote their business. Well, who cares? So what? I don't know you. Give me a reason to care. So once you have people engaged and people like you, now you have influence over them. Not only do you have influence, but you also have a responsibility to your integrity, which is what we've been talking about for the past three times, but also to yourself and to God, to represent you, your company, and your relationships how you truly are. So the influence, Matthew 5, 16 says, in the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see the good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. I've got a lot of stories, like because this is kind of like the fruits of my own labor. And I have two people in networking that I've known for three years. I call them grandma and grandpa. They're not my grandmother and grandfather, but I see them all the time in networking events. We hug and we kiss each other on the cheek. They're also Christian. They can't be here today. But we've grown so close that that's how we call each other. At their own networking events, they introduce me as, here's my granddaughter. And everyone else thought I was their granddaughter, but we had to kind of explain that. But through networking and building those relationships, it kind of becomes like your surrogate family. The same thing, I also have an Uncle Dave of networking, because he could be my father. But Uncle Dave is great for me in my business and with me personally, because when I'm feeling down and out, because we all do, or feeling like, you know, I just don't know how to grow my business and I need that extra motivation, I call up Uncle Dave, we meet at Paradise Bakery, he mentally kicks me in the butt, and we're, we're great. But that all happens from building relationships. I've allowed him and Grandma and Grandpa to influence me. And I also influence them too. People come to me for that same thing. So working through it, that's kind of what you get. Going back to the shining light, Interesting, quick little story. I used to work at Starbucks across the street at the Walmart. Does anyone know that Starbucks? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to work drive there at 4 o'clock in the morning. It was great. And there were these two people that I was working with, Candace and Josiah. They're always happy. Always happy. We'd come in, and it wouldn't be a great situation. People would still be partying from the night before. Our manager would be sleeping in the back. I'd be busting my butt and drive through, and they would be too, but I'd be mad. And this was before I escaped. They just kept going on and they were so happy. And it made me even more mad when they were happy. I was like, what is it in you that makes you so happy? They invited me to church. I came to church, I got saved, that's a short version. I totally get it now. So that was where I found it. But they shine their light. They were able to have that influence over me because we built a relationship, I got to know them. They didn't just kind of walk up to me one day and say, hey, come trick me. I wouldn't have gone. So relationships happen through networking. Networking is about casting your net and working it. It takes time. It takes those steps and procedures. 
So let's get in the nitty gritty because I mean that's the whole I think psychological part of it. It's not about walking up and giving cards. So here's nine quick tips. It's better to get a card than give a card. Why is that? Does anyone know? I give you the opportunity to start doing caring and uh, yeah. letting to know who you are. Good job. Yeah, you've got to find a chance. Because if, if you're only giving out a card and it's me, 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 when you go home that day, how are you going to follow up with that? You can't. You're dead in the water. You have no net to work. So I never give out my card unless people ask for it. I don't. I'm not out to give my card out to everyone. You're not going to see my stuff all over the tables. If you like me and you want to get to know me, or if I think that there's some sort of business we're going to do, I'm going to call you up for coffee. I'm going to find out who you are, why you started your business, where you're from, what your family, you know, grandchildren, or brothers, sisters, family all out there. I want to get to know you, see if you're the kind of person I want to work with. Then I'm going to say, hey, let's do this joint venture, or let's do this or that. It's not about the me, 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 me. Go to a lot of events. Arrive early, leave late. I know we've all heard this. Someone guess how many networking events are going on today? In the valley. Yeah. How many events? 20? No, more. Huh? On networkingphoenix.com, which my good friend Deli has created, if you guys haven't seen it or gone on it or done a profile on it, do it. Networkingphoenix.com. Today alone, there's 43 events listed. We're one of two Christian events that you can go to. The other one's all the way out in Mesa. So that tells me two things. One, we all need to tell our friends to come because I'm sure there's more Christian business owners that are available up in this area at this time. So the more people that we bring, the better our relationships are. The other thing it tells me is that there's no excuse for there's nothing in my area because a lot of them are free. You don't have to be members of them. There's, there's just endless possibilities. So, sorry, possibilities. I'm used to the pet world when we say possibilities. <laughs> Listen and write notes if you had a really great conversation. Say we came in here today and you only talked to one person and talked to you. I found out that she actually has two recorded CDs because she's an amazing Christian and gospel singer. And I wanted to get to know more about her, okay? But I, I, I had a busy day later, I couldn't catch up. Write a quick note, get her information and follow up with her later. Writing notes in the back of cards or on any paper is, is a great way to help network and jog your memory. It helps you when you follow up. Don't get caught in the whole follow-up email to 10 different cards with the same letter because you're not gonna get a response. Or at least for me, you won't. Make it personal, you know? It's quality over quantity. Think about how you can help them. Again, it's about them, it's not about you. Zig Ziglar, who's a Zig Ziglar fan? Yeah. My summation of it, it's not verbatim, but you get what you want by giving others what they want. Mm -hmm. Love that. Get around like-minded people. We have a great picking here today. I had a huge problem a couple months ago, and there was someone that comes to our meetings, uh, they're not here today, but I met up with coffee for him, and I'm just like, I'm really battling this flesh and spirit thing. I want to approach it from the spirit way, but my flesh is really wanting to give in. Through this group, I was able to find someone that I could confide in. And although we weren't really great friends, because of our common love for Christ, I was able to call them up, they met with me, and it did wonders. It felt like night and day. Get around people you want to be like. We are birds of a feather that flock together. So if you're very environmentally green, go with the Green Chamber. If you're part of the Women's Business Network group, talk to my YouTube friend over here. 
if you are a lover of Christ and love great Italian food, then you better be here on Wednesday afternoons, the second Wednesday of every month. It doesn't change. Ask someone out to coffee. I already kind of said that one, so get to know them. Promoting versus networking. Don't be a promoter, unless you have an event, and I don't mean you want to. Don't be a promoter of your company, because nobody cares unless they know or care about you first. Networking helps lead to evangelism. I can't tell you how many times when I've been coaching people, they've all said, how do you do it? Why are you so positive? Why are you so happy and excited all the time? And I'm like, it's not me. Because when I get this phone, I'm really freaking out because I'm exhausted. But what's happening right now is my heart stopped pounding. My mom's going 12,000 miles a minute because I'm from Boston and I'm Italian and I speak fast. But this is, this is my God-giving talent. This is what I actually do like to do once it gets going. We're all different. We all have our own talents. So when I am able to be a coach and a motivator in the people's small business, and they're so at the point where they just don't know what to do, they're like, how did you do it? Because I started from absolutely nothing with my companies. I asked them if they really want to know. I don't even ask them if they're Christian. I said, do you really want to know? They said, yeah. So I'm going to get really personal. And then I gave them my short version of being saved and how I gave my first, both my businesses, but when I first gave my first company to God, and realized that my shoulders weren't big enough for it. And I realized that I needed a business partner, a holy business partner. And at that point, I became so much more peaceful. There was less stress in my business. I felt I had more guidance. I used the principles that I taught every Sunday at church and in between at different things to really implement it. And that's what helped me. That's what I tell people. We all have our own stories that people are just aching to hear. But you can only do that if you can build relationships. So I encourage you all to think about what kind of relationships you are building, if you are actively building. If there's only one relationship you build a month, that's one more than most business people do a month. It doesn't have to be at a networking meeting. It can be walking into someone's house or very informal. It could be at church. It could be the person you're sitting to right now that you might not know, that you might grab their business card and say, hey, there's a reason why I'm sitting next to you today. I'm not quite sure, but uh, you want to get coffee or something? Or maybe check out this awesome food called what? Shameless plug. Pasta Brioni down in Old Town. So if you ever feel alone in your business, I really encourage you to really think about that and think about giving it up or saying, hey, want to help me out? Because from my own experience, it's pretty difficult. So two more things. If you don't cash your net, you have nothing to work. I mean. I think it's kind of funny that networking is all about fish, and the little Christian symbol is a fish, too. The resources, go to networkingphoenix.com if you have no idea how to start. Call me up. I love having coffee. My extended office is AJ's at Thompson Peak, if I go right, and I love making friends and helping people and connecting people. Don't be bashful and come up and talk to me if you want to hang out. Shine your light, because once people see your light and they see what you've got, they don't know what it is, but they want to know more. That's when your window of opportunity opens up. So networking is always about them. It's not about you. And once you make it about them, it's all going to come back to you. Make sense? Last, very last, very last one. And this is something I say. I, I don't think I heard it from anywhere. I think I can point it. But you be you, I be me, because that's the best we'll ever be. So figure out exactly who you are and what your talents are. But don't be afraid when they ask you to speak and shaking in your boots and takes you to say yes because you're terrified. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for jumping with Bella in your business. 
For more information, free articles, free coaching sessions, and more, go to jumpconsulting.net. And remember, Bella's got your shoot.